Online sports betting with Iowa's preferred sports book, Elite Sportsbook, is here. Active Resort Club members can log in, fund your account, and place your bets at elitesportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, all in the state of Iowa. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Holostodamus Odds Pod in our regular season finale. I'm Michael Oss, the sports columnist of the Cedar Rapids Gazette. Tim Sullivan, stand-up comedian from Cedar Rapids, has been our co-host all year, and much thanks to him. Nathan Ford's been a producer all year, and much thanks to him. And EliteSportsBook.com has been our sponsor this year, and much thanks to them. It must be Thanksgiving week. <laughs> yes, hey, we're giving thanks. <laughs> we're not going to mess around here. This is Iowa-Nebraska coming up, Black Friday. We're releasing this earlier in the week than normal to get it out there, you know, obviously before Friday and before the holiday. So we're doing this on Monday, in all honesty, and the, the, the point spreads we use may very well have changed by the time you hear this, but we're going to go with what we know, or a rough estimate. Uh, last week, we speculated on what the line for this Iowa-Nebraska game would be this week. Uh, last week, it was Iowa by 7.5. I said I thought it would go up. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, when I, I've seen it at 5.5 and, and 6 today and i don't know what it'll be by friday morning but uh tim what do you think about this yeah i thought it would go down just a little bit and i think you know based on nebraska's play not that maryland's impressive but it was good for nebraska to get that victory and now they have something to play for you know heading into this iowa game so uh you know they could get bowl eligible and uh you know Six seems like that's where it's been holding most of the year. Um, it was at three, I think, to start the year. There was a point where Nebraska was actually favored to start the year at plus three. Mm. You know, I was talking about the Iowa season long, and I had Iowa um, picked in that one. So I still have a few parlays left, you know, going into these, this final week or whatever. But um, So I have one with Iowa, yeah, plus three against Nebraska. But the six, yeah, that seems about where it's been the last number of weeks, regardless of how either team has played. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've been betting Nebraska every week, you're wearing a barrel. <laughs> I mean, they're they're two and nine against the spread. There's only one team in the country with a worse record this season against the spread, and that's Akron. But they covered in their last game. Yeah. They covered big. Maryland is like Rutgers. They're good for what ails you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, I mean, I think that's one been one of the things is we've had Nebraska on our uh, picks most weeks, and it was hard to – the games they had, it was hard not to pick, you know, Nebraska in a lot of those, and they uh, mm -hmm. obviously didn't cover. I mean, they didn't even cover that first week against South Alabama, so um, it's been a rough year if you're picking Nebraska. Yeah. Now they went out to Maryland uh, Saturday and won 54-7 to and ran a rough shot over them. Uh, does that change the way you're looking at them? Do you think that they're finding themselves going to the this late in the season? Some teams do. I mean, no. I mean, you, yeah, you're. I mean, yeah, you're right. Some teams do, and I don't. I, I you've got to imagine any teams learning a little more about themselves and getting a little bit better, even if they're taking L's. So, um, I think that. Um, I don't. I. I think they found Maryland is what they found. Yeah. You know, and um, I. I don't know that they're find anything but you know it gives them a lot like i said it gives them a lot to play for you know heading into the last game if you can get bowl eligible you can uh beat your rival uh state you know 
to the east and and uh, take home a trophy at the end of the game and you know maybe take a little bit of smack talking into next year that you got a lot going on right there for mm -hmm. nebraska uh i agree i mean if they there was no way they were going to lose at maryland in hindsight but they were only favored in that game by like what five points or yeah something like i that? uh took some i put a, them in a couple parlays where i um bumped the points you, i took the alternative line uh nebraska winning by more um, just because they thought if they're going to win, they're going to beat Maryland by, you know, more than five points. So um, I didn't win on those parlays, but uh, I would have if, you know, with what? the Nebraska portion of Nebraska it. Nebraska certainly tried. <laughs> yeah. Well, it also showed that they went out there and they wanted to take care of business, and they did. I mean, mm -hmm. that they're serious about they're, – they're not just playing out the string. Right. So I and and that probably plays right into Ference's hands. It's like, see, Nebraska's, you know, they got a bowl game that they want to get eligible for. They're they clearly have some fire left in the belly, mm -hmm. and he can use yeah. that. Yep, senior day, and you're going in Nebraska, and there's probably no team at this. But definitely, and and when you look at Iowa's offense, and if you're if you're any kind of competent at all, you say to yourself, we'll have a fighting chance. I mean, Purdue only lost at Iowa by one score. The Illinois game was no route by any means. Mm -hmm. uh, I would think Nebraska has every reason to believe it can win this game. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's, I, I'm, I'm always going to be nervous, but I mean, so it is a rivalry game. A lot of those games, last game of the year, you have nothing else to play for. You put it all on the line. And I think Nebraska showed that last year when they played Iowa. Iowa got out to a pretty yeah. decent margin, and then Nebraska kept fighting back. They didn't want to lose that, that game. That, so. that impressed me more than anything Nebraska's mm -hmm. done this season is, <laughs> is that game it played at Iowa when it lost. Is yeah. it did it? It uh, it threw a great scare into them and. Mm -hmm. and theoretically shouldn't have right yeah, they had to hold on and instead of iowa you know stomping on them and then uh making that score go up they uh they were able to come back and make that pretty scary and had a chance to win that game really luckily for iowa it had reliable field goal kicking <laughs> yes which is something, it, you know instead of tight end you now it's place <laughs> kicker you yeah you know duncan's got 27 field goals he's four from the all-time national record oh, oh wow that's yeah. amazing yeah, and and uh, it's a record that stood for quite a while. Somebody from Georgia in the early part of this millennium. Is that four to tie or four to break? Four to tie. Okay, so and he'll have you know. So you would say that's a lot, but when he's making three or four a week, it seems yeah, like he could get it in this game. I know, I know. Uh, and guess what? School has a kicker that made seven field goals in one game. Seven this year. The all-time national the, record or FBS, the major okay. schools. The record is seven. Two players own it. Um, one, the, the player who originally said it's from Western Michigan in 1984. The following year, the, somebody tied it, and that player was from Nebraska. Okay. His name was Dale Klein. He was a walk-on, just like Keith Duncan. <laughs> I learned that today. It's it's just showing. So off. hey, there that'd be fitting. Then uh, Keith Duncan going to Nebraska and get four field goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what big by the way? You know you'd trust him if you needed it for the win. <laughs> He's been so reliable. I mean, it has been. I mean, it was kind of weird. I I thought he was going to miss that. Uh, actually, both those field goals that he missed in the Illinois game. But uh, for some reason, it had some weird feeling about those two. But uh, maybe it's just the point in the game. But. Um, but, yeah, he's been so reliable this year. It's actually been, you know, like you said, Iowa's sort of anemic trying to get touchdowns in the red zone. But, I mean, at least you can go out there, throw the guy out, and know you're going to get three. Yeah. Do you think Iowa covers the, we'll say, six points? Do you think Iowa covers? All right. Last two weeks I was off 
on Iowa. And I was I didn't pick Iowa to cover. I was right about it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm going with Iowa on this one. They're gonna if they're gonna win, they're gonna get the victory by six at the very least. So um, I'm picking Iowa to cover on this one. I agree with you. I I think that Iowa is clearly the better team. The better team ought to win. You know, you're looking at eight and three against five and six. Uh, uh, Nebraska's given up over twice as many points in the Big Ten as Iowa has. I think you got to win by seven points or more in this, mm-hmm. and I think they will. And I still have my bracelet on that I refuse to take off for surgery this year that uh, guarantees that Iowa will hit the victory over Nebraska. So if there's ever a Nebraska fan out there that gets tired of losing to Iowa, you find me. I will take the bracelet off for a price. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, okay, when we come back, and now that we've established Iowa's going to win that game, well, there are two big, big Big Ten games uh, that that, uh, we can all watch on Saturday since Iowa's season will be over with, and we'll talk about those. It's football season. Place your bets with Iowa's preferred sportsbook, EliteSportsbook.com. Resort club members, log in now and place your bets at EliteSportsBook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a resort club member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. blizzard or ice storm or some other misfortune uh, i'll be home saturday to watch games on tv and everything is set up really nice that day you got ohio state michigan at 11 in the morning wisconsin minnesota at 2 30 iowa state kansas state at six and i'm sure the pac-12 will have some doozy for me at nine <laughs> o'clock if i haven't completely gone into a catatonic state But we're going to talk about the two Big Ten blockbusters in this segment. First is the annual blockbuster, Ohio State-Michigan. Ohio State, I've seen it at eight, eight and a half at Michigan. The Buckeyes obviously are chasing an unbeaten regular season. They're chasing the number one seed in the playoffs. Last week they held off a Penn State team that played a great game in Columbus, I thought, before yielding. And you've got Michigan on a roll. Four straight wins by an average of 30 points. And they have covered the spread in their last five games. So Mm -hmm. this is an interesting little quandary, this eight and a half. Uh, How do you see it? Well, I think it's going to be good for you that you can finally watch one of these games at home instead of on the Jumbotron at whatever stadium they are (laughs) sitting at. uh, And I can (laughs) fall asleep without anybody criticizing me. (laughs) Taking your picture or something. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I mean, Michigan has been uh, pretty impressive in these last uh, number of games. And for some reason, when... Things weren't going well when they were losing the couple of games. You, you, in a weird kind of way, you kind of felt, well, maybe when Michigan turns it around, they'll do something uh, dramatic like beat Ohio State this year with, on the least of all years that we would expect it after uh, suffering, you know, quite a loss to Wisconsin. But um, and eight and a half points almost almost makes me want to say that you know Michigan can cover that, but I don't know. We've both seen Ohio State play this year, and 
I think Michigan will make it kind of interesting at times during that game, but uh, I, I see Ohio State just running away with it eventually. Hmm. Okay. This one I'm going to differ with you. I think it's going to be a great game. I I don't know if Michigan's going to win or not, but I kind of like a Michigan money line bet. I don't know what that number is, but I think it's good value. Mm-hmm. I see this is – Michigan has been playing the last few weeks like they were projected to play when the season began or before the season began. Uh, now, Ohio State is a dynamo. There's just no question. A lot of people think it's the best team in the country. I say that these things are proven wrong quite often in January, <laughs> but there's no question that they're excellent. But it's at Ann Arbor – this has been the year all along when they thought this is the one they can get, and they have really got their act together. They went to Indiana last week against a good Indiana team and just mowed them down. And Shea Patterson has finally been playing good quarterback, which has been sort of the X factor there. He hadn't been too wonderful in the first half of the year. So I think with emotion, with talent, with the home field, and with momentum, Michigan covers that 8.5. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard to argue with what you just said there. And um, Except Ohio State has talent. Yeah. <laughs> talent up the wazoo. <laughs> and it's just uh, going into – they're already going into the championship game, and uh, I don't know. It's Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun game to watch. So, uh, do you, does, does Ohio State still make the playoff if it loses that game? I was thinking – I was wondering about I that. I mean, assuming it wins the, yeah. the conference championship game then the next week. Well, yeah, then I think I think you got – because basically you're coming down to two teams, I would think, between uh, Alabama and if Utah were to win out maybe. What a, what, what a storm it would be if Ohio State lost this game, say, by a last-second field goal against Michigan. <laughs> and then come uh, the Sunday when they make these picks, Alabama squeaked in ahead of Ohio State <laughs> for the fourth spot. I think, uh, yeah, if they lost a squeaker to Michigan, I think then they'd still for sure be in just because Alabama with the backup quarterback and still Big Ten not yeah. getting in and the way Ohio State's looked this and year. And they got to beat Auburn yeah. Saturday, which is no gimme at all. Well, so, yeah. okay, we'll see by that. Yeah. Uh, but first, Michigan would have to beat Ohio State. Which yeah, is, but let's hope for a good game like you said. It'll be I fun I think to it watch. will be. I, uh, you know, I think it will. And uh, and uh, the one I'm looking forward to more is the follow the game following that Wisconsin at Minnesota. It's for the West title. And it'll be fun and there are two teams that kind of hate each other. I mean, um there's been some yapping. It all began last year when Minnesota won at Wisconsin for the first time in forever mm-hmm. and may, and had quite the post-game show. And uh, not only that, but they sprayed Axe spray all over the visitors' locker room. Oh, wow. And that didn't sit well. <laughs> and Wisconsin's players have let it be known that they didn't appreciate it and they remembered it and et cetera, et cetera. So they're going into Minnesota. And they're talking like there's going to be snow there Thursday, or excuse me, Friday and maybe Saturday. And that's, that makes a whole, you know, it just adds a lot of crazy Midwestern elements to a grudge match that's got everything on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you, do you think that Minnesota caps, so it's been a storybook season, and uh, knocks off the Badgers? The Badgers, last I saw, were two and a half point picks. Yeah, and uh, yeah, last I saw it was two uh so, but uh, it, uh, I think that Wisconsin is uh, 
still upset after losing last year uh, to Minnesota just because, you know, they had, hadn't won in so long. And then uh, Wisconsin seasons kind of seemed like it went downhill there for a minute, and you almost had to just gain your traction, just get back to where you wanted to be. And uh, it seems like they've done that in these last couple of weeks. They got their footing back underneath them. They kind of got some confidence back underneath them. They um, have something to play for back on, under them. So um, going into Minnesota, of course, they're going to want to go in there and win, beat, get that axe back, and uh, go to the Big Ten Championship. And Minnesota's had a great season, and I think this this one is going to be a spectacular game, actually. Just it's going to be fun and entertaining, and you're not going to go know which way it's going to go until the end but in the end I just think the experience of Wisconsin and the experience of having uh, played in the Big Ten Championship uh, for a number of years uh, is going to be good for them they haven't been there in a couple of years so uh, they got everything now going for them. Minnesota it is at Minnesota like you said if that snows there it's gonna be scary I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, Wisconsin just being a little more veteran in this type of situation and get the two-point victory uh, I'm taking the Badgers too I think that the weather is going to be a big influence. It's, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be running weather, not passing weather. And Minnesota is a, is a good passing team, quite good, really. And Wisconsin, uh, not so much. Wisconsin's got Jonathan Taylor. We talked mm -hmm. about him here last week. We talked about him a lot. He's got three straight 200-yard games. Uh, Wisconsin's defense is better than Minnesota's. Love what Minnesota's done this year, and I hope they win the game. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be just make for a much better story, more interesting. <laughs> that team going to Indianapolis. It'd be great if they won the game. And, and, and I mean, I'm rooting for Michigan to win this week, anyways, too, just because I'd like to see them finally win. But yeah, even when Minnesota to win the Big Ten championship, just <laughs> give us something. Well, I'd like to see them get there. You <laughs> know, they're not going to compete with Ohio State. I mean, maybe. They might compete, but that's yeah. as far as I'd go. Yeah. But it would be a fresh face. It would be yeah. fun. Wisconsin's already played Ohio State this year, got soundly beaten. No excitement there as far as I'm concerned. But I'm picking Wisconsin on talent, on mm -hmm. um, you know, on the fact that they have got their second win and they're, they're, they seem to have righted the ship. And um, But looking forward to it. Yep. Wisconsin can get that victory and see if they can do better against uh, – Ohio State the second time yeah, around. Who knows? You know, but uh, I just hope it's a mean, vicious, <laughs> hateful game up there. I hope it snows like crazy. And uh, just not to the point where I can see the field, <laughs> yeah. but not much more than yeah. that. <laughs> That'll make for fun game for sure. When we come back to wrap this up, we're going to talk about Iowa State and Kansas State, and we're going to have the locks of the week. Looking for the perfect spot to watch the game? Place your sports bet and get a great burger and brew? Visit the Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa. Or Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa. Or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. For Iowa's preferred sportsbook, check out EliteSportsbook.com. back Iowa State Cyclones seven wins four losses going for an eighth win Saturday at Kansas State against another seven and four team 
Uh, the Cyclones have won two in a row. If they win this game, they're 6-3 and three in the Big 12 with three losses by a total of 10 points and a lot of what could have been staring them in the face. But they'd still be 8-4, and four and they'll be going to a decent bowl game somewhere. Uh, this line kind of surprises me a bit. I don't know what the last thing you saw was. The last thing I saw was Cyclones by four. Yeah. Okay, well, Kansas State's a good team. Not great, up and down, but they beat Oklahoma at home. <laughs> you know? They won at Texas Tech last week, and Texas Tech's not a world beater, but you go, you win that game on the road. Yeah, and Texas Tech was favored in that game. Yeah, they, they've beaten TCU. They beat Mississippi State. They're... This is a good, you know, a good team, and they're a four-point underdog to Iowa State at home. Do you think that Iowa State handles that spread? Do you I think mean, Iowa State wins the game? Yeah, it it is one of those games I I couldn't decide on earlier in the year. I was picking it in my season-long Iowa spread, and I I had to go a couple of I just basically avoided the game just because I couldn't make a decision on it, and it was basically sitting at four points uh, in favor of Iowa State for most of the last part of the year. So. Um, and it is Kansas State's last game at home. They're a good team, and Iowa State looked a little shaky this last game against Kansas. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's one. This is a difficult game for me to pick, honestly. Uh, I'm going to go with Iowa State on this one and reluctantly go with Iowa State as I think uh, Kansas State could definitely uh, pull this one out. But Iowa State, I think they've shown enough this year that um, you know if they play tough and they don't turn the ball over, they'll – they're basically competing and uh, competing with opponents better than them and beating opponents that they should be. So mm-hmm. this is a six o'clock game, by the way. That's kind of interesting. A six mm. o'clock game on November the thirtieth in Western Kansas. Wonder what the weather will be like for that one. Oh, I'm sure it'll be sixty-five or seventy degrees. <laughs> 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 oh man, I mean that just to me that doesn't sound ideal. Uh-uh. Uh, but you know. Things could be messy in a lot of places this weekend, it sounds like, around the country, in fact. Uh, Iowa, this is the 10th game Iowa State's been favored in. Can you believe that? Wow. Well, that, yeah. Oklahoma and Iowa were the only ones that it wasn't. Hmm. Oh, yeah. well. And, and every week it seems to be a thrill ride in their games. I mean, Kansas, they were behind <laughs> in, uh, I don't know if it was entering the fourth quarter or but but in the second half they mm-hmm. trailed. Uh, I didn't get to see the game, but it was they needed a big finishing kick, and the three uh, big three Big Twelve losses were all by one score. The UNI game was by one score. Iowa was by <laughs> one point. Uh, they played at the level of their competition, yeah. which in many cases has been good competition. Yeah. And uh, if they had just beaten either Oklahoma or Baylor, and it went to the very end against both. Uh, they might be, have been playing for a spot in the championship game this week. Yeah, that's why I thought that Baylor game was key early yeah, on. Yeah, you year. were right. That one's going to hurt for a long time, I think. I'm taking Kansas State reluctantly. Uh, four points, home field. That's it. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy, they just named the Big 12's player, the offensive player of the week again today, second time this year. He's always capable of going out there and putting up 400 yards and four touchdowns, and I respect I respect what he can do, mm-hmm. but I'm just thinking road game, weird circumstances, competent opponent. 
throw the four or give or excuse me take K State take the four, but I uh, in real money terms I wouldn't touch it either. Yeah, yeah, it's just been a difficult game, and that's I've tried to avoid it. Like I said, on the season long with that, just because that one seems hard. If it was at Iowa State, be easy. Yeah, well, you know, I think so but, too. Even though they didn't cover against Kansas, yeah. I think they bounce would bounce back and. Our uh, locks of the week last week, we hit both of them. Yeah. You had a good one. You, you pulled one <laughs> out that was, uh, when I heard it, as soon as you said it, I heard it and I said, yeah, that's a winner. <laughs> and you were right. Yeah. <laughs> Northern Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a good victory for them. I think they won 38. So, yeah, they cruised. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. Good. I, I, I was glad to see them on there. It was nice, nice, nice being able to pick them for once this year. So, um, this uh, week, I'm going to. What do they say? If if you can beat them, join them. I'm changing it to that. So if you can't beat them, no, join I know, them. but I'm changing it to if you can beat them, join them. So uh, I'm going to pick uh, Illinois to uh, cover against Northwestern this week. Um, it's uh, at Illinois, and it's a 10.5 favorite against uh, Northwestern. So uh, what I saw from Illinois was, you know, good team this week, um, and uh, what I saw from Northwestern this season can't really score so yeah i think you got a winner there i i thought that line would be higher northwestern's playing another new quarterback <laughs> they're playing a guy uh, getting his first start <laughs> they have another quarterback to play i guess i guess they there's one that they decided no we're not going to take the uh <laughs> red shirt off him or something but the, so they're playing another one and they're playing. I mean, it's just they just want to get out of there and go. Yeah. <laughs> and Illinois, they competed at Iowa. Mm -hmm. uh, they were fifteen and a half point dogs, and that was n not really in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw a lot to like about them. They didn't. They had a hard time scoring, but but you know they they battled. Mm -hmm. They battled, and uh, they've had a nice season. And I think you're. I think you nailed another one. That's a good pick. Well, and I should say we both have the same uh, – we both have locks this year. We're, the worst we can do uh, with this loss, if we take a loss this week on the locks, is uh, be even Steven on our locks. So, Well, that, um, so we're one over 500 yes. in locks. Yep. You know, theoretically, if they're locks, we should be unbeaten. Well, we basically are trying to say, you know, just follow us the whole year. And if you pick all of our teams and put the same amount, of we're saying that now. Yeah. Eventually, you're okay. Not going to lose anything, or yeah. you're going to have a little bit of money at the end. That's, yeah. That's, well, so that's a good luck, right? Okay. Nothing's guaranteed. Enough. How about this? We tell people load up on this week's locks. Yeah. Just load up. Just what you know. Just basically your whole. 2020 budget yeah yeah I'm, well I, yeah okay so i feel pretty confident of loading up on mine now well i guess we can hear yours well i almost picked yours i like yours but i'm taking another big 10 game michigan state by 21 and a half at home against maryland uh that's a lot of points and the spartans have been a bust this year they're five and six they'd lost five in a row till they went to rutgers and uh last Saturday, and Rutgers is also good yeah. for what ails you. <laughs> but 27 to nothing was the score in that game, and to me, 27 to nothing against Rutgers is almost like losing. Yeah. But the Spartans are playing for bowl eligibility. Maryland has lost six in a row, and it's lost the last four games by an average of 45 points. Yeah, that's... And the line for this is 21 and a half at East Lansing. <laughs> 
I bet your 2020 and your 2021 budgets on these two. Illinois and Michigan State take putting, the points. Putting all the Christmas money I'm planning on. Oh, Christmas, year. New Year's, Arbor Day. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, my Arbor Day money's going in there. Yes, that, that Arbor Day budget. Double it. Tim, that's it. End of the road. Yeah, it's been uh, fun. Big uh, thanks to you. Yeah, big thanks to uh, Mike you know, for bringing me in here. This has been fun in the Gazette and obviously Elite Sports uh, book uh, for having me. It's been, uh, it's been fun talking football. It's been fun talking Iowa. Nathan Ford, the quiet man, but he run he puts this together and makes sure it all gets yep. done right. Thanks, Nathan. And he's handsome if people haven't yeah. seen him. Well, we get to I, we get to look I, at him every time. And now he, now he's blushing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and thanks to Elite Sportsbook for being our sponsor this year. Appreciate that. That was a nice relationship that we started this summer. Um, any final words? Uh, just, uh, go Hawks and beat Nebraska. That's, um, I can be biased, right? And as, as a professional comedian, has every word that you've said here this year been from your, from your heart or did you, did lift any of it from uh, your act? Uh, just maybe tiny, tiny couple pieces when we were talking about superstitions early on this year, you know, may have been lifted from my act. And by the way, I, uh, if anybody wants to see me here in Eastern Iowa, next uh, show I have, uh, I'll be January 11th, uh, down at Penguins Comedy Club. Good. All right. That's all. Thanks everybody. Really, really thanks yeah, thank you, to everybody. the listeners. Yeah. Thank you guys all for listening. Yes. Appreciate it very much. And that's a wrap. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.